<coughs> we pick up at uh, the uh, the bottom of, of 84b, Pay Dalad Amud Bet. We had been discussing uh, whether a woman that uh, is that uh, a normal woman uh, can she marry a halal? Uh, is there a prohibition uh, to 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 say that, uh, to marry him? Uh, and uh, Rav Yehuda, in, in, the, in the name of Rav, said, no, uh, there is no prohibition for her to marry uh, such a, uh, a daughter. Bat Kohen, actually, we're talking here specifically about Bat Kohen. Uh, can she marry a halal? Uh, obviously, it can't happen the other way around, uh, but, uh, but can it happen that way? Uh, and Rav Yehuda, in the name of Rav, said, no, no problem. Uh, and... Uh, uh, and, and, and we started giving suggestions as to why that would be, and we have re- reje- we rejected uh, that uh, suggestion. Okay, and uh, um, now, Mativ Ravin Bar Nachman. So uh, now we're on another uh, attack of Rav, uh, Rav, uh, Ravin Bar Nachman. So he comes and he says, Lo Yikahu. Right, the pasuk says you're not allowed to take lo yikahu isha zuna ovechalala. Uh, talking about a male that's not allowed to uh, a male kohen that can't marry a uh, zona or a halala, and it says loi kahu, and it says uh, uh, it, it says loi kahu uh, zona, and it says um, uh, and uh, loi kahu isha grusha, and and you're not allowed to take. So he says uh, it speaks twice in the same pasuk. Malamed shisha muzherit al 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 yadayish. Uh, surely uh, the one is for the male side and the one is for the female side. A male can't marry a halala and a, and a female uh, could not marry a halal. A female kohenet uh, can't marry a halal. Uh, surely that's the case. Amarava, no, uh, Rava says no. Kol heicha duhumuzar. No, what it's teaching us is that anyone um, who has, who is warned, uh, who has a, a, a prohibition of uh, of of. Uh, Having relations, for example, uh, a man, uh, it says uh, he musherit. She is also uh, the, the same thing applies uh, to to the woman, but the woman that he marries. That's the, the that's the, the thing over here. Uh, it's not that uh, he's forbidden to marry a, khala, uh, a, a woman that is forbidden to him, and therefore uh, he uh, it, and. and um, you know, that, that's problematic for him. It's problematic for her uh, as well. She, he turns her into a halala. And it says, uh, if, he, if he marries uh, someone that the, uh, he is allowed to marry, uh, it says, then she also uh, do, doesn't apply to her. In other words, if there's no sin for him, uh, then there's no sin uh, for for her as well. All right. So so that's it, just uh, to teach you uh, that that type of thing. So in other words, uh, there's uh, uh, it doesn't tell you. There's no proof uh, to you that a kohenet can't marry a chalala. Right. The Gemara says, but hold on one sec. Uh, are you making an equivalency between a male and a female? Uh, in terms of uh, warnings and punishments uh, from this pasuk, it says, Surely we learn it from the following source. Uh, a statement of Rav uh, Yehuda in the name of Rav. Uh, even though, actually, this, uh, um, uh, this whole statement that we're talking about is Rav Yehuda Amarav, but there's another statement altogether uh, from him. Uh, because the Amar Rav Yehuda Amarav, Rav Yehuda said that, that Rav says, Vakain Tana Devari Rabbi Shmuel, and so too the school of Rabbi Shmuel says, Ishraisha Kitase Mikochatot Adam, whether man or woman should commit any of the sins that uh, that, that uh, people would commit. All right, that's a pasuk at. Um, 
the beginning of Nassau, uh, when, when pe- we're talking about people, uh, if they would uh, commit any sins, and it compares, uh, man and, a male and a female are, 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 are contrasted uh, with that, or equated really is the better word, uh, with all punishments of the Torah. In other words, if it's forbidden for a man, it's also forbidden for a woman. And, uh, and therefore, the same thing. If, uh, if a man's forbidden to get married to the woman, the woman would also be forbidden uh, to get married to the man. If a man would be permitted to a woman, the woman would be permitted to the man. Uh, it, goes, it goes both ways. And, uh, and therefore, so surely that is the source uh, of, of this and not uh, your previous yikahu, yikahu. Uh, so, so, so why do you have to learn the same thing from yikahu, uh, the double mention of yikahu? Yikachishah, sorry, Yikachishah, not Yikachu, Lo Yikachu, right, the double expression of that. Uh, why do you have to have both of those? Uh, so what's that come to teach us? The Gemara says, Imahi Amina, if it was only from uh, the above verse of Ish uh, or Isha, Ki Asem Mikol Chatzotot Adam, it says, Havamina, what would I have said? Lav HaShavah Bekol, that is only a prohibition that extends equally to both of them. Aval Lav, Shaino Shavah Bekol, Lo, but with regard to something that both in a, ma- a male and a female aren't applicable to. Ah, it's only applicable to the male. Okay. Uh, oh, sorry. The Shavu Bakor, this, uh, in this instance, is actually talking about um, applicable to everyone in the Jewish people as opposed to just Kohanim because actually what we're talking about here, forbidden marriages are much uh, are, are, uh, there's certain people that a Kohen can't marry uh, that, a, that a Levi or Israel could, could marry uh, and therefore uh, if you would just have learnt it from everything's, uh, if you just make equal, man and male and females equivalent, that you say that's only something that would apply to everyone. Uh, but but something that would only apply, uh, that's not applicable to everyone, for example, only Kwanim, uh, that wouldn't be the case. And because uh, the, the laws of, uh, a lot of the laws of forbidden marriages, uh, it, the Zona and the Khalala, uh, etc., are only with uh, with a uh, with a with a with a kohen, uh, so it was not applicable to everyone, and therefore that's why you have to have uh, this pasuk uh, to to teach you um, uh, as well. All right, so uh, sorry, I think I think actually the limud is the other way around uh, when it when it talks about lo yikaku and lo yikaku. You might have thought uh, you compares a male to a female, but that you might have thought we don't generalize that uh, to to other things, and therefore you have to have uh, the, this pasuk of ishu isha. All right. So so, so hold on one sec. We say, listen, uh, but, but are you saying that all, uh, once it comes to uh, male kwanim and female kwanim, uh, everything is the same? No, hold on one sec. We have a situation of tumah. And delav, shayin shavavakol. Firstly, that's not applicable to everyone. It's only kwanim that are prohibited from becoming tamah to matim, to corpses. Vatama... Tama tiktiv rachmana b'nei Aaron, and it says the tama because uh, the, the the pasuk is written b'nei Aaron. Uh, it says daber el b'nei Yisrael v'amatzadem. Right at the beginning of Pasha Demor, it says you're not allowed to become defiled for a corpse, and uh, and it specifically says b'nei Aaron v'lo b'notaron. So we see even when it comes to specific. Laws that only pertain to Kwanim, still uh, you can't compare males and females because it says Benayaron, it's literally the, 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 the sons of Aaron and not the Benot, not the daughters of Aaron. Okay, so therefore, uh, 
you know, high love haki. If it wasn't for that, Havamina, what would I have said? Nashim uh, Chayavot. Women also forbidden to go to a cemetery and, uh, and, and, and stand right next to the grave, etc. You might think the same way uh, that Kwanim uh, hang back at a funeral and, uh, and stay away from the graves, etc. So you might think that it also applies to females. Um, you know, my time, love, Mishum, the Rabbi Huda, Amarav. Surely, uh, that's, that's what Rabbi Huda says in Amarav, uh, that. Um uh, we, we, why would you have thought that if it wasn't for the specific pasuk uh, that excludes them Avia, you would have thought that they were, were connected uh, would be included because of the fact that there is this pasuk of Rav Yehuda in the name of Rav it says that women are equal to men uh, in terms of uh, all the punishments in the Torah uh, and lo yikachu lo yikachu alright so Gomorrah says lo not necessarily, okay? Uh, it says you can't necessarily equate those two. Uh, why? It says, Really, it's, it's um, just something that we learn, right? It just, it, it's, it may be, it doesn't, it's not a whole general prohibition, it's just something specific uh, to that, uh, to, 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 this, um, to, to this instance where it says uh, that uh, women are included in these uh, Relationship issues, okay, and therefore you might have thought that they'd be included in, in everything. Okay, so that, that, that's one way of looking at it, where we say, listen, we, uh, 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 tumor is the problem, and uh, um, uh, tumor is an area where male and female kuanim aren't uh, compared, and we say, no, uh, the, uh, the Pasuk of Loikaku comes and, uh, and says, no, it's just uh, in that specific area, they're not the same, uh, but in, in other areas with luck marriage, it's, they are the same. All right, Amre, uh, so there is another version of this discussion, but it just takes it from the opposite pole. Okay, Kicha, it's Shrikele. No, uh, you need uh, the, the Pasuk about Kicha, uh, 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 this marriage is, because what one might have thought, Ligma Mituma. You might have thought that we would learn it uh, from Tuma, and we'd say so the same way uh, that uh, only is applicable to males, uh, the same way it, 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 everything when it mentions Kwanim is only applicable to males, and maybe it's only males that are forbidden. Uh, have these relationships with women wouldn't be uh, equated, uh, that wouldn't be punished for that. No, therefore, Kamash Milan, we say, Loikaku, Loikaku uh, comes to, to teach us that law. All right, just taking the, uh, they're deriving the same laws, uh, but they're just, the starting point is different. All right, we're still busy with the question, though, and uh, it continues. Rav Papa, Rav Huna, Rav Yoshua, Iklai La Hin, Hinsavu, they, they come to a place, Hinsavu, Laatre, Derav Idi Ba'avin, because uh, that's uh, where Idi Ba'avin uh, used to, to live. All right, so that, that, that's where he was. All right, and, uh, and it says, they ask him the following question. Um, uh, minai, so, they, minai, so they ask from them, who's uh, Who's Haru Ksharot in Psulim Olo? And and here we're talking about Ksharim, uh, talking about uh, Bat Kohanes. Okay, the Bat uh, uh, daughters of Kohanim. Uh, the, the, they would be allowed uh, to marry Kohanim in the general uh, sense of things. There'd be no problem. Are they allowed uh, to marry a Khalal? 
Uh, that is the question that we, we still get drag, grappling with. Uh, and it says, Amalai Rav Papa. So Rav Papa suggests an answer uh, to, to them. You know, oh, sorry, it's the people uh, that asked them there. Okay, so they, they arrived at Rav Iribayavin's area, uh, but the people asked them the question. And Rav Papa says, listen, what, what I think uh, is the following. So he gives his answer. Amalai um, Rav Papa. Rav Papa says, Tinitua, surely we learned this in a Mishnah, uh, the beginning of the fourth chapter in um, uh, Kedushin talks about Asariyuksin. This is the, the name of the chapter. There are 10 uh, different classes of people. Okay, Yuksin, uh, different types, different types of Yikus, uh, lineage. Alumi uh, Babel, that went up from Babel. Okay, and what, what are they? Konim, Levim, Yisraelim. Okay, that's, that's pretty straightforward. Okay, Chalalim, Geirim, Charurim, Umam Zairim. All right, you have people that are Chalalim. Uh, and and Gairim, uh, converts and uh, um, freed slaves and Mamzerim as well. Uh, those are another four. Natinim, Shtukim, Vasufi, and Natin, which is a Givoni, as we saw last chapter, uh, and a Shtuki. Uh, a Shtuki is where you you unsure of who the father is. Uh, that like, comes from uh, be quiet, uh, like Sheket, because the, the mother always uh, tells a Shtuk. You know, when when the child says, "Where's dad?" the mother tells him to keep quiet. So that we're not sure who the father is. Uh, and Anasufi is literally a baby that was just uh, found lying around. Okay, so those are the ten uh, classes of people that we have. Uh, and, he, and, he, and now the Mishnah continues. And it says, Kwanim Levim Vishralim, Mutrim Lavol Zebaze. Kwanim Levim and Israelim, they're all of. Uh, uh, good lineage and uh, un, untainted lineage, they can all marry one with each other. Okay, Levim Yisraelim Chalalim, and it leaves out Kwanim conspicuously over here, and it says Levim Yisraelim and Chalalim, Gairim Harurim, all of these uh, people, uh, freed slaves, and Chalalim and Gairim are all allowed to marry Levim Yisraelim, Muslim Lavo Zebaze, they're all allowed to marry uh, with each other, uh, but it leaves out Kwanim. Uh, then, Carries on, just you know, the the last bit. Gare, Chure, Mamzare, a convert, uh, a freed slave, a Mamzare, a Nat, Natini, a Natin, and a Stuki, and a Sufi. Uh, all of those other uh, more problematic uh, and less. Uh, um, Perfect lineages, uh, more blemished lineages. They can all marry with each other. Okay, so <coughs> the point <coughs> that he that he picks up from that It doesn't say. Uh, it specifically leaves out all kohanim when it says uh, the, you know puts it together with halalim, etc. And that surely should apply uh, to women as well. Uh, so, uh, you know, the, the, his, his partner, uh, Ravuna, uh, that came with him, Ravuna, Rav Yoshua. So, Ravuna, the son of Rav Yoshua, uh, came and he says, Listen, uh, no, <coughs> uh, it teaches. Uh, a two-way street over here. Uh, that's why I'd never put it in because it puts a, if if uh, if the one group, anyone, a male or a female in the one group can marry uh, a a female or a male from the other group. So that's why it teaches us in that way. Uh, so therefore, we know that a kohen uh, can't marry a chalala. Asirla uh, is is forbidden to do such a thing. So it never teaches that way. However, and that's why it, it, you know there's no proof from here because uh, it. 
because it couldn't mention Kohen and a Halal in the Halalim in the same phrase, because otherwise you would have said Ah, Kohen can marry a Halal, because Kohen can't marry a Halal. That Halala, sorry, that's why it doesn't put it. But who says that we're not talking here that we could have a Kohenet marrying a Halal? Okay, a female Kohen, Kohen marrying a Halal. So it doesn't say that. All right, uh, and therefore didn't uh, it could it didn't want to differentiate, just giving the general classes, but not specifically males and female. All right. So anyway, uh, so you know, Rav Papa uh, said something. Rav Huna, the, the son of Rav Yeshua, uh, disputed it. So now they come in to Rav Idi Ba'avin and they said, "Listen, I'm a uh, So he said to them, "Dariki, my my children." You know, he says, "That's it, all children." Hachi Amar Rav Yehuda, Amar Rav, what we had started off with, law. Uh, female Kwanim are, are permitted uh, to marry a halal. There is no problem with that. Okay, so even though we've tried desperately to, uh, uh, to, to, to try to reject it, we haven't managed to reject it, and we leave it uh, at that. All right, moving on uh, to uh, quoting in the Mishnah, Right, we mentioned that uh, if someone was forbidden uh, via a Shnir relationship, uh, a rabbinically prohibited uh, um, erva, okay, a shniot uh, that the rabbis uh, um, put in so that uh, the, the people uh, would keep away from any of their relatives, okay, um, and it says uh, they aren't allowed uh, to, the, to the husband and sometimes they're not allowed to the other. And we constructed uh, that case and there was no problem uh, with that. All right, so we're going to get into to this discussion. But in any case, before we, uh, uh, we, we, before we do it, so it says, by me um Oh, no, I'm saying it's part of it. We say, biri So the people of Biri ask Rav Sheshet uh, as follows. What happens if this woman was forbidden to be married to her husband uh, on a rabbinical level? She's a Shnia, uh, but uh, she would be permitted uh, to the Yavam. Okay, she's not, uh, she's not a Shnia to the Yavam. Uh, does she get a Ketubah from the Yavam or not? All right. Uh, remember, on the one side, Kavan de Amamar Ketuba Anixa Balarishon Lately, on the one hand, you could say she's uh, the, the 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 whole point is that the husband uh, we we'd said before in previous chapters it says the Yavam steps into his. Uh, um, brother's shoes and he becomes like the husband in all respects. However, we'd said the one qualification was that the Ketubah uh, rests on the estate of the first husband. His, uh, the, the, his brother, his brother's estate is uh, mortgaged to his Ketubah. He does not have to uh, 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 make himself um, uh, subjugate himself to let's say uh, or guarantee her kutuba. that comes from the first estate now uh, the issue with this woman is that the, the fact is that uh, she wasn't she doesn't she's not meant to have a kutuba from her first husband our mission said she's not allowed a kutuba from her first husband so maybe uh, because um, she, she's not meant to, she doesn't have a kutuba from her first husband he steps in and he does not have to uh, give her a kutuba uh, that's the one way of looking at it or Dilma uh, no, because on the other hand, if she doesn't have um, uh, anything from the first husband, he died uh, without leaving any property, and the normal thing when he wasn't uh, Shnia, uh, the rabbi said, The rabbi said, listen, uh, you can't just leave a woman high and dry, and, and therefore uh, they, they, they made the, the second uh, husband step in, step in, the Yavam step in, and... Uh, and uh, 
uh, guarantee the ketubah. Uh, itla, and therefore she should have one. Okay, so that's the two sides of the story because we said uh, the, the ketubah rests on the estates of the first husband even after Yavam uh, takes his place. Uh, but if he doesn't have money, uh, then he, uh, uh, if the first husband never had money, the second one uh, has to guarantee the ketubah. So he takes on that extra responsibility here uh, where the first husband uh, was, was forbidden halakhically uh, to have, uh, to give her ketubah. Uh, does the second husband have to uh, step up to the plate or do we say that no because uh, he's just stepping into his brother's shoes and his brother never got a tuba uh, therefore she doesn't have one either so those are the two sides of the story uh, we've learnt it in a brighter uh, it says the brighter said when you, when you pay out a ketubah it's on the property of her first husband if she was a second degree uh, erva to the Baal um, it says so therefore we go according to the first side and she doesn't even have one from the Yavam alright so now it says so it, it specifically says in, 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 yeah, it, um, she doesn't even have one from the Yavam it says uh, it, it, it sounds like uh, it, there is a case where she would have one from the Yavam uh, what is the case whereby uh, the Yavam would have to uh, uh, guarantee the Kutubah. Uh, and, you know, it, it sounds like in this case, you know, that she doesn't even have one from the Yavam. Uh, so so we, we answered the question, but just uh, from a language perspective, uh, it, it's uh, uh, somewhat clumsy because it sounds like the, the, in a case, there is a case where the Yavam would have to uh, um, uh, pay up. Okay. Uh, so therefore, the Gomorrah says we are, it's like it's missing words. Okay. This is how it should be read. In normal cases, uh, the, the, the uh, the, the kutubah is payable from the first husband's estate. Uh, 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 um, uh, if there isn't money in the first husband's estate, so it, uh, the, she would get it from the second husband. However, if she was uh, a, a second degree over to the, the husband, and she's therefore rabbinically prohibited from marrying him, uh, so even uh, she doesn't get anything even from the Yavam. All right, so uh, continuing. Um, now we have an Amana, Lakwain Gadol, Grusha, Vakalutsa, Lakwain Hedjot, all these forbidden marriages, a widow to a Kohen, a divorcee or Chalutsa to a normal Kohen, okay, to a Kohen Gadol first, sorry, an Amana to a Kohen Gadol, or a normal Kohen marrying a divorcee. Uh, do they have a right uh, to be sustained or not? The Gemara asks a bit incredulously, you know, hey, exactly what are we talking about here? Are we saying, listen, uh, that, that she's living with him? The whole point about this, you know, that you, you, um, the implication of your question is that, no, is she allowed, uh, does he have to sustain her? Does he have to feed her? Uh, and, uh, and that's the, that's the you know, as, as part of them living together. So Gomorrah says, what do you mean? If she's living together under the 
under the same roof, Yatve Tutai, living together under the same roof, Omed Bamud Voti Kai. Really, uh, the whole point of this marriage is forbidden marriage, and we should be saying to them, listen, get up and kick her out. Uh, that's it. So, what are you talking about uh, sustaining her? Uh, that's not meant to be the point of this marriage. The forbidden marriage uh, is meant to divorce her. So, you know, what, uh, it's obvious she doesn't have uh, rights to be uh, sustained. The, uh, and we're going to see over here. And as well, you know, coming up, uh, the fact that the, the rabbis were quite insistent on uh, the, uh, uh, you know, trying to break up a marriage uh, if it's a forbidden marriage over here. They're not going to, uh, you saw in the mission as well, uh, that we try to break it up. All right, so now, mazunot um, itlay, so obviously she wouldn't have, uh, she wouldn't have any mazunot, right? Uh, you know, if she's meant to be kicked out, uh, what mazunot is there? All right, so therefore, uh, so that won't be the, the simple meaning of the question. Now what happened is the husband went overseas uh, in this situation. They're not living together. Uh, so she borrowed money and she, you know, to sustain herself. Uh, so what happens when this husband comes back? Does he have to pay back uh, this loan over here that, uh, that his wife's taken to feed herself or not? Okay. Um, it says generally really uh, uh, to, to feed and to sustain a woman uh, that's part of a ketubah uh, and therefore uh, and, and, uh, if, and since she's got a, a ketubah so she's also got the right uh, to no kuna the mishkal maybe the whole point is as we said uh, the the um, the ketubah uh, that uh, that is there, it, you know, we want her uh, to uh, uh, you know, to say to a woman, gives her a kind of security, um, uh, you know, to, to say, listen, if ever anything happens, then I can take the money and uh, and, uh, and 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 uh, I've got rights to it, okay? Uh, and it says, however, itla, <coughs> so she's got the rights to a ketubah, a mazona, duma. Um, uh, so, but if you've got rights uh, to being sustained, in other words, on, a, on an ongoing basis, uh, what's going to happen? Uh, that, that she's going to stay with him. Okay? Uh, the ketubah you know, is in, at, at, the, at the end of it. She, she says, listen, I'm going to get money, so if I get money, I'll, do, I'll divorce him. You know? So that, that, that's why uh, we have a ketubah in this instance. All right? We allow a ketubah in this, in this instance, but mazone, uh, that encourages her to stay, and we don't want that lately. And therefore, uh, we don't want uh, we want this marriage to break up uh, because it's a forbidden marriage, and therefore uh, we won't allow sustenance. I'm alive lately. You don't have a right to, to she doesn't have a right to sustenance uh, and that thing. So the Gomorrah says, Vatani, uh, Vatanya, we have a brata that says, Yeshla, uh, she does have a, la- a right to sustenance. So uh, it says, Kitanya, he, what when that brata was, was talking about, Lachamita, uh, that is talking about after death. Okay, once he dies, uh, then you know there's no um, there's no need uh, to incentivize the breakup of the marriage, uh, and and because now it's over, uh, what's happened has happened. Uh, she lived in sin for that period of time, uh, but now he's dead, and, and therefore no need to break up the marriage. Okay, um, so now. Uh, uh, it de Amar, there is another version of this. Amalai tenitua. Uh, t- uh, uh, Tanya, sorry, Yeshla, uh, you know, it, it, she has got a right uh, to uh, being sustained. Vahamud Votika, but surely there's another uh, statement which says that she has to uh, get up and divorce her. Uh, Ella, 
Hatanya um, Yeshla. Uh, so, you know, so therefore it shouldn't supply uh, her anything for her to eat. Vatanya, we learned in the Brata, Yeshla, she's got. You know the Yeshla, she has the ability. Uh, she is allowed it. Uh, that was only in respect of after death. All right, so just a slightly different version, but still coming out uh, with uh, the, the only time she's allowed sustenance uh, is after uh, he has he has died. Uh, then there's no uh, marriage to break up anymore because it's over. So now, when uh, we're teaching here, we now move over to the Dorita uh, forbidden things, for example, a widow to a Kohen Gadol, a divorcee or Cholitza to a normal Kohen. Uh, um, uh, it says she still has, in this instance, she has, has got a Ketubah, okay? And, uh, um, and also uh, the produce of uh, the, the, the property that her, that her husband used, uh, and also, Mizanot, she gets a stain from her husband, a blaot, uh, clothes, worn clothes, uh, old clothes that she gets, she brings into the marriage, she gets those back. Uh, however, uh, she is disqualified. Uh, she, she becomes puzzle, she becomes a khalala, and her children are also puzzle. Her, her children is also uh, her, her children are also defined as uh, khalal or khalala. And therefore, uh, if they were males, they could not marry. Uh, they, they, I mean, if they were females, they could not marry, get married to a Kohen. All right. Vakofen oto lotzi, and uh, the, the courts come and force this uh, marriage to to break up. Uh, they try to break it up as much as possible. However, shniot midiresofrim. When it comes to the secondary erva relationships, as we've discussed, and la kutuba, then there is no kutuba v'lo peirot, and also no no. Uh, um, she, the woman can't get uh, payment for for the for the fruit that her husband has taken. Velom is or not, uh, she does not get sustained. Velom below it, uh, doesn't get the clothes either. He uh, kshera, however, she remains kosher. Viladeh kasher. In this instance, the rabbis, as we said before, can't turn this woman into a mamzer. Uh, I mean, you can't turn the children of this relationship into a mamzer. So therefore, she does not become a chalala because that's only on a dorata level, uh, and the children remain unblemished Vakofin uh, uh, we say we, we force um, this this woman <coughs> the court forces uh, this woman to get divorced look um, forces uh, the, the husband to give this woman a divorce all right so now if you think about it uh, there, there seems to be uh, the, we seemingly stricter on something rabbinic uh, and uh, and that, that's the question Amar of Shumbe Lazar he says why why in the case of a dorata forbidden marriage uh, the woman still gets a kutuba why why is that? Uh, no, he says because of the reason that uh, that she becomes pasul, she becomes unqualified, disqualified, uh, and uh, she turns into halala. And he is also uh, who pasul. He is he becomes pasul. He can't go and serve in the Beit Hamikdash uh, and uh, until he divorces her and agrees not to remarry her. And also she becomes a halala, and she won't be. She'll be forbidden to the to the uh, uh, to marry a kohen forever. she any place where he where both of them are disqualified, both him and her, kansur uh, ketuba. So they make the husband uh, pay the ketuba in this instance. Uh, so they didn't. So listen, you know, th- this guy, 
um, <coughs> is uh, we're going to penalize him even more, right? Uh, there's no exemption over here. Uh, he's disqualified from the kuna until he divorces her. You know, the marriage isn't going to last. And uh, we don't say, listen, the woman has to also, we don't, by, by forfeit, by making him not being liable for the ketubah, we're actually rewarding him. And we don't want to reward him uh, and penalize the woman. We want to penalize the woman in this instance. Okay. Um, and that is the, the situation. So we don't want to penalize the woman. Uh, here, we just want to penalize the man, seemingly. However, when it comes to a secondary relationship, uh, we say that she does not get a ketubah. Uh, we want to discourage his marriage. And, and the person might think, listen, uh, if, if, if I've disqualified him and he's disqualified me, it's not actually worth it remaining in this relationship, so I might as well uh, get divorced. And then the normal uh, rules of Ketubah apply. But here, where the, there's no effect on neither in him nor her, they both remain kosher, even though it's a forbidden rabbinical relationship, uh, that, that would lead to the marriage sticking together. Therefore, as a result, to try to disincentivize these people from staying married, the rabbi said, listen, uh, the woman will not, uh, is, will not uh, get a ketubah in this instance, uh, and therefore uh, the, you know, the, the, there's going to be um, fights along those lines. The woman's not going to feel secure, and that's going to cause fights over there. In, previous, uh, in the previous understanding, uh, the, the, the previous case, sorry, is where a, a woman, the husband is pasal, and she's psula, so, so he, doesn't, he can't serve as a kohen. Uh, so what he's saying over there is that there's going to be a fight as a result of that and the marriage is going to break up as a result of uh, the quarreling over there because he says, listen, uh, you caused me not to be able to be serve in the Beit HaMikdash that's, uh, that's your fault and, uh, and that's, that's why there's going to cause friction in the marriage and therefore they'll, uh, the, the marriage will break up Okay, uh, that is one understanding. Rebbe Omer, Rebbe comes along and gives another one. He says, when it comes to a totally forbidden marriage, uh, a coin gadol to an amana, and a normal coin uh, hedyot to a grusha or chalutza, he says that comes straight from the Torah. And, and the words of the Torah uh, don't need chizok, they don't need extra strength. Uh, and therefore... <coughs> can carry on as is. However, halu divrei sofrim. When it comes to rabbinical laws uh, like the shniot, divrei sofrim tzurkin kizok. You have to give extra strength uh, to that rabbinical uh, laws. And therefore, even though the, that that's why the rabbinical law looks more strict in this instance than the Dorata law. Dava achar another understanding there. Who uh, margila vazu he margila. Uh, also, the the case is uh, even if they get both get disqualified, uh, we have to look at who's uh, in, encouraging who to get married. Uh, assuming that uh, when they're both disqualified, uh, it must be him that's uh, that's forcing the issue. Okay, and uh, he doesn't care about what she is, and you know he just cares. That he wants to be married to her. Uh, he doesn't mind. He says, "I'll I'll sacrifice myself in the, in the from serving the Beit Hamikdash, uh, you know, but with, even without regard to her." Uh, therefore, once once uh, once we say that, we say, listen, he must have pushed the issue because, you know, he's so intent on the marriage, he doesn't care about losing his kutubah, uh, I mean, his kohunership, uh, and therefore we, he, we, we penalize him. Uh, when, zuhi uh, margilato, when it comes to a situation, uh, they're both fit uh, for the kohuna, even though it's a forbidden relationship, we, we say uh, that, that she is the one uh, that would have actually uh, encouraged him. 
Okay, that's, uh, that's that a woman, because generally we say uh, that a woman wants to be married uh, more than a man does. All right, that is, uh, and that's why it seems that, that she would have encouraged him. As a result, they, uh, uh, they penalized her. Right, so Dava Acher man Katanila. So who's this other opinion? We said this Dava Acher, uh, this other opinion. Who taught it? Ikad uh, Amra. One version is Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar Katanila. Rabbi Shimon ben Lazar teaches it, and he said, "Ma'atam Kamar." And he says, "What is the reason?" Ma'atam Amru who pasov he psula kanto tokutuba. What is the reason uh, that they said uh, he gets disqualified from the kuna, and she's also disqualified? Uh, why did they punish him? Shu magila because he's the one that actually forced the issue uh, over here and and, and pushed the woman to get uh, married over there. And what is the situation when when, when they both remain uh, fit that we penalize the woman for the ketubah because it must be in this case that the woman would have encouraged the man uh, to, to, to marry her and thereby sin. Okay, uh, that's, that's one version. The other one is no, Rebi Katanila. The other one is that Rebbe teaches it, and uh, and what is he, what's the situation over here? The ka and the case of the chalutza uh, is is, uh, is is difficult uh, because a high chalutza drabanan it lekutuba, so chalutza is not allowed uh, to a kohen. That's a rabbinic uh, law, uh, but still she has a kutuba. So how do you understand that? Um, uh, so he says hadamar, and he turned around and says kavanja pasola midrabanan. No, because the uh, the fact is he disqualifies her uh, from the 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 kuna from in, even though albeit rabbinically zeh It must be uh, he must have encouraged her because she becomes passive uh, to to marry kuna and and therefore it must be in the case of the shniot uh, she must have encouraged him where there's no uh, passive. All right. Uh, my Ika uh, Ben Rebi Le Rebi Shun Ben Lazar. What's really the practical difference between Rebi Rebi and Rebi Shun Ben Lazar? I'm Rav Kista Mamzeret Netina Israel Ikemenayis. The difference is uh, uh, a case of a Mamzeret or Givoni uh, married to a, a normal Jewish person. Manda Amadorata, uh, the one that says uh, it, it, uh, it's because it's permi- forbidden on a Dorata level. Hanami Dorata. So too uh, these these cases are also Dorata. The Givoni uh, case. Uh, it's Mamzeret, they are all also Dorata, okay, and uh, and therefore Dorata does not need to be strengthened, and therefore uh, it's also Dorata, so uh, we don't need to, uh, you know, she does get her Kutubah, it doesn't need strengthening. The other opinion that says no, because she is the one that is pushing. Uh, he so he is the one that uh, is pushing for this marriage. Uh, in this case, it's the other way around. Uh, hi, he magila lay. She is the one that encourages him, uh, because she would be disqualified. Whichever way you look at it, Mamzeret and Atina uh, is disqualified in any case. So she just wants to marry a Jew, because that way uh, her children can come into the congregation. That is uh, uh, a way of, of understanding. You know, if, if uh, even if she got a mum's son, marries a, um, a, a, a maid servant, as we said, and then has children, uh, those children can be are, are slaves, and then you free the slaves, and that way you get rid of the Mamzeret. Um, however, uh, no, what about Rebeliezer's opinion, who says in, in Kedushan that if they, you have a, a, a product of a mamza and a maidservant, the child is, um, is an Evid mamza, he's both a slave and a mamza. Uh, 
Velomedi, you know, what is the, she doesn't encourage him at all, it's going to only get worse for her in that situation. Ella Amar of Yosef, it must be, it must be, uh, the difference is one who remarries his divorcee after she married uh, someone else in the interim. Mandama Dorata, uh, one that says uh, that is Dorata, that it doesn't need strengthening, strengthening, Hanami Dorata, there's also Dorata. Mandama Ibn Ashuhu Magila, and the one that says, um, he encourages her. It says, uh, um, in this case, uh, seemingly here, she encourages him because, uh, as we mentioned a few times in this Masechet, uh, even though you're not allowed to, if you do, uh, and you have children, those children are unblemished. Okay, so she, she's not, uh, it's called a tueva, uh, you know, granted, but anyth- anyway, uh, the fact that they have this relationship, but uh, she remains uh, unblemished and so does her children. The children. Okay, uh, Rabbi Kiva. All right, but what about Rabbi Kiva? What about uh, Rabbi Kiva's opinion, which we saw back in uh, the, the Mishnah entitled Ezu Mamza, Da 49? Uh, what about uh, that? Uh, which, you know, that child is also a Mamza because there's a negative commandment. Um, right, again, she's not the one that's encouraging this because the child is going to be a Mamza after, after this. So, therefore, um, you know, the, the, her children would get affected by that. Ella, Amara Papa, another answer. Um, the difference is a non virgin married to a Kohen Gadol. Alright, so Baula, someone who's already had relationships, uh, relations. Okay, Manda Madurata, the one that says Rata, Hanami Durata. Uh, you know, that's also prohibited by uh, the Torah. Mandama Pineshu Margila, and according to the one that says she uh, encourages him, Ahai Margila Lay. No, again, the same kind of thing. He's not encouraging her. In this case, she encourages him. Uh, it's just a positive commandment that you've. Um, <coughs> Uh, violated, yeah, which won't mess up her children. Okay, uh, and that's at a positive commandment for a Kohen Gadol to, to take a virgin, and yeah, you just violated the positive commandment, uh, but it won't mess up the children. However, Rabbi Eliezer ben Yaakov, what about Rabbi Lazar Eliezer ben Yaakov? Uh, he says that uh, he says uh, a child is defined as a, a halal, even from a violation of a positive commandment, also something we'd seen before. She, she never would have encouraged him in this situation. Ella uh, Amaravashi, Ravashi says as follows Mashu Safek Sota The difference is uh, if you marry a Raf, where you doubt whether she is a Sota or not. She secluded herself and he had warned her already, uh, etc. But he hadn't brought her uh, to, to the actual temple for this sort of procedure. He carried on living with her, uh, and that's it. But she, you know, so the, 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 um, uh, in other places, the Gemara says, listen, that this type of woman, you're not allowed to continue uh, living with her. Okay, she, she's actually forbidden to him. Okay, and again, Mandama Dorata, if you say that is uh, Dorata, Hanami Dorata, this, this is also Dorata. Uh, you're not allowed to live with a woman who is a Sota, even you know, there's the, the actual, you, you're worried about this, uh, this, this woman and what she's done. Uh, that is also called a Sota, even though uh, normally we just associate Sota with the, um, uh, the the actual uh, act of uh, of adultery etc and um, uh, and 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 bring her to the temple etc but this is also defined as a sota okay mandama minoshu magila he ha he magila according to the one that says he encourages her no she encourages him because you know also again the children are not um, 
uh, uh, problematic, uh, even if she uh, by this relationship. Okay. Uh, however, Matna ben Cheresh. But what about Rav Matna ben Cheresh's opinion? He says, "Afilu halach ba'la lashkota uva'la b'derech." He said, even if her husband went to, to take her to the temple uh, to to make her drink, and he was on the way to do it, however, and she somehow enticed him uh, on on the way to have relations with her. Uh, it says, "Shasa zona." She is defined as zona. Uh, to that, and therefore, uh, again, if she's a zona, then her children are psulim, etc. So she didn't encourage him in this instance. So really, the difference is a definite sota, okay? And everyone agrees that uh, the children aren't mamzairim, uh, despite that they're not allowed to live together, but uh, uh, the children aren't. Um, I'm in this thing. So here we, we get to an answer. In this instance, there were the definite, um, a definite sort of uh, that. Uh, that uh, the children aren't mamzerim, despite they, uh, um, you know, not allowed to have relations with each other. Therefore, she does uh, in- encourage him to sin over there. All right. Um, although uh, the the, the Rabbeinu Chananel says, listen, even though on a Dorata level, maybe he's not um, problematic, but rabbinically we say that uh, could be a mamzer, etc., and uh, other, other opinions. Anyway, the, we don't necessarily. Hold like that. There's another uh, opinion of Rabbi Hananel, second version. He says the child even would be fit for the kohuna. All right, that is um, that is uh, uh, that, that's where we are. I think it's a good place to stop. We at the Mishnah, uh, and we'll pick up tomorrow. Everyone should have a great day.